Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode 253. Bruce and I are, are going to do a fun show today. It's going to be all about... Are you in or are you out? Yes. Welcome to the show. That was my contribution to okay. say yes. <laughs> thought Welcome you were going <laughs> to add a little there, but no. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Bruce. That's Constantina over there. And uh, this show is going to be a good one. And we hope you like it. Why do you use my formal name? Sometimes I like to throw your formal name in there. That's my fancy stage name. So here's how it works. Okay. We say something, whether that be an attraction, a land... Uh, a day to go to Disney World. It could be Disney World, Disneyland, cruise, whatever it is. Okay. And then you say if you're in or if you're out. Perfect. And then get, kind of give us a reason why. I know that sometimes I like to be short and be like, I'm out. And then it's over. Oh, so you want to talk today. You're well, in the mood. Well, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a mood to talk today. Right. Maybe we'll make the show 32 minutes today. What? All right. I'm excited. Okay. We've been, you know what, though? Speaking of 32 minutes and like the show length, we actually have been producing some 40, 45 minute shows lately. I got to say, I don't know. I think, well, listen, here's the thing I'm looking yeah. at, because I'm going to give some shout outs for some reviews that we've recently got to. Yeah. Over on iTunes. Cool. And I'm looking at the podcast episodes right now and I'm scrolling down the list and it's about 41, 47, 42, 48. So it's about a 40 to 45 minute average, yeah. I'd say. Which so, is good for me. Go Bruce. All in one sitting. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you. But I'm excited for this episode. I love doing these in or outs because I love to talk about things before we go to Disney. So that way I know if I, you know what we want to do and what we don't want to do. All right. So you kind of make your list that way? I kind of sound like Walt Disney there for a second. In things. In things. All right. So. Yes. Let's let's go. You start. Okay. Here we go. Are you in or are you out? These are mostly related to our next vacation like you said earlier oh so mine are also that because i feel like it's easier like i i'll ask you these questions and i know offhand like is it going to take a lot of convincing to do this with bruce if there's a possibility then i'll write it down (laughs) all right okay so if it's out i know probably not to try too hard well i'm in on that (laughs) okay number one on my list is a ride on the hot air balloon in Disney Springs. I've always wanted to try this. It's Aerofile in Disney. Hope I pronounced that right. Balloon flight. Aerofile, the world leader in balloon flight. And this is in Disney Springs. The pricing is, I would say it's not cheap, but I've read that you there are discounts if you if you try to beg. Beg. <laughs> I've seen like Groupons. Am I allowed to say that on the show? Yeah, why not? Okay. There's like, you could go on like some sites like that. I've seen, I don't know like the logistics of it, but I've seen coupons. Hold on. You have to ask the producer of the show. Producer of the show? Yes, it's okay. Perfect. So Adele pricing, it's $20 per person. Children ages three and eight are 15. So, oh, darn it means that everyone's $20 in our family. They start at 10 a.m. So it's $100 to go on there. Yes. And you go up. Oh, wait, up. wait. It says visit before 10 a.m. And tickets are only $10 a person regardless of age. Oh, and you so. go up and then down. Yeah. I'm and... out. <laughs> Already? You're not even going to take a one second to think about it. Not even one second. Our One of our daughters and I really want to do this. And I'm tempted about the 10 a.m. $10 per person thing. But 
I think that going on at night is probably the most rewarding experience. There's a reason it's cheaper to go on at 10 a.m. Well, obviously. Yeah, because it's not as good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So why would you even think about that? Well, because it's 10 bucks. So for 20 bucks. If well, here's the thing. So I'm sure I'm not going on. Really? Not going on. First of all, I'm not that fond of heights. So I don't think I would go on even if it was $7. Okay. So the money's not necessarily the number one issue. Mm-hmm. It's more the height thing. Mm-hmm. So you can save my 20 bucks. That's true. So you can go at night and take two of our kids and be like, listen, I know there's three of you. Unfortunately, one of you are out. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Throw Who some, do I feel like I like most today? <laughs> let's throw three names in a hat and one of you are going to be sad looking up at us. Right. We'll wave. Yeah. We'll wave from the... Yeah. We'll let them take pictures. So I'm out on that. Not necessarily for the price. I just... I'm not I'm not too fond of heights. I don't think that's a that's thing it? that you do if you don't like heights. Yeah, maybe. But it seems... I don't know. It seems safe. It does seem okay when people are it's up there. down. You see the air balloon in the air and... I guess they just look for stuff. Why is it? Why am I so that? Why does that particular balloon, when I see it floating at night in the sky, like make me so excited about being in Walt Disney World? Like it's it has a similar feeling to me than when I see, let's say, like Spaceship Earth from the distance in Epcot. Like I get I'm like, we're here. I think that to you is the symbol of Disney Springs. Mm, Maybe. You like, know, I just feel like we're, we're arrived. Like, you don't we're see that there. anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're out. I'm in. Good. What about your next one? While I pull up my notes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> you're fine. This one is actually a real scenario from one of our listeners that's in Patreon. And she is going to be visiting Epcot soon. But I thought that this could be something that we could talk about today, too, because it might happen to us. It says, you've been planning on visiting Epcot. But some main attractions will be closed the day you visit. So Test Track will be closed and Spaceship Earth. Are you in or are you out? I'm probably out. You're out? That's all it takes for Epcot? Spaceship Earth and Test Track, if those are down and the construction that's going on right now. You know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm in. Wait, make a decision. I'm in. Okay. I'm going to be in on that. All right. You changed your own mind? Yeah, because I can go without going to Test Track anyway. And Spaceship Earth, as much as I love that, that's something that if it's closed, there's still the World Showcase that you can go on. There's Soren. There's other things that you can do. <laughs> there's other things. There's things. You know, you know how it is. I think that I'd still be in to go to Epcot. Epcot, to me, is just as a whole park. Like, I don't feel like I've visited Walt Disney World unless I go to Epcot. So not going and skipping Epcot hurts. Just but, thinking about it hurts. But wouldn't it make you sad if you were going to Epcot and you're walking right by Spaceship Earth, but you can't go on Yes. It? So that's what I was going to is like, but Spaceship Earth is the symbol to me of Epcot. Like it is how I always start my day at Epcot. It's how I start not only the morning of Epcot when I'm there, but I also like to finish it with Spaceship Earth. So this one was really hard for me because I felt like as much as I, I am sad when we don't visit Epcot altogether, going in and not seeing spaceship earth i think would really bum me out even though there i feel there is plenty to do at epcot i notice how i didn't even mention test track like test track to me i had fun going on especially the last few times we visited but it's not a must do like if you said to me it's closed we can't go it's not gonna really sway my opinion yeah i didn't even go on it last time we were there but i can see how it's others like it is a fun attraction like i can see how other people like really would love it and be sad that it's missing so this one i'm gonna say i think I think I'm out. 
Really? That was really, really hard. Is that the first time you've ever been out on something? Uh, probably. It's probably, yeah. <laughs> ever. Ever in the history of the podcast. Speaking of podcasts and uh, history of the podcast, this isn't on my list, but I'm improvising. Go ahead. Tonga Toast. Next time, next trip. Yes. In or out. In. All right, good. I'm You're on, on the this, team still. Yeah, come on. I, I've, I've read that it's, it's a little bit more challenging to park in the Polynesian, mm. in the Floridian, in the Contemporary if you're not staying there. So we yeah. may have to find an alternative way to get on property. We have to sneak in somehow? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> okay. Can you make reservations somewhere and then we can go get Tonga Toast? Well, you can. We eat breakfast upstairs and then at Kona Cafe and then go get Tonga Toast downstairs too after? Wait. What? That makes no sense. So you're going to get Kona. You're going to get Tonga at the Kona and then get. Well, because I can eat something else for breakfast at Kona and then get Tonga Toast to go. Got it. Yeah, you could do it. You're the owner. Sneak the Tonga Toast in my backpack while I eat my uh, drink my Joffrey's on the People Mover. Go for it. Man, that would be amazing. Imagine me coming around the corner at the end of my People Mover trip and I have my Tonga Toast and Joffrey's. (laughs) I would immediately get kicked off. Everything just starts like. It's just me sitting there with a bunch of crumbles on my shirt, <laughs> sipping my coffee and eating my Tonga. How would you even eat that sort of thing in the dark? Like when the traction goes through Space Mountain? How oh, it... I'll figure it out. <laughs> you figure it out. Perfect. All right. So here's my real world. Would you rather? That Here was just go. an improvised one. Okay. This is something that's happening right now. So Hollywood Studios is obviously having the opening of Galaxy's Edge recently. And then they're having the new attraction, Rise of the Resistance which is opening in my question to you is are you in or out on any of these new attractions that open in going the first day or even the first week that they open because there'll be a long wait a long wait is like the understatement of the century (laughs) there was a photograph i posted of somebody holding a sign that said the wait for galaxy dead start here and it was on the state line of florida and georgia wow so accurate. <laughs> yeah. So are you in or out on that? I'm in. You're one of those people yeah, who I have am. to be first in line at 4 a.m. to go on the rise of the resistance. I am one of those people. I'm just married to one of those people that is not, which is you. Why do you have to go on first? Like it's going to be an attraction that's going to be there for years. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I feel you. It's just I get that excited about say, things and I'm, a, I'm you know. See, I get excited too. Like, I really want to go on that attraction. I'm excited to go on it. Yeah. What deflates my excitement is the vast amount of people that are around me the first week. You know, I was just thinking, it's probably a good thing we don't live in Orlando now that I think about it. Why is that? Because I would totally be one of those people and I would drive you nuts. I'd be like, 3 a.m., sorry, bye, Bruce, I'm leaving. Well, if we lived in Orlando, I would have annual passes and I'd be totally okay with going somewhere else. While Wait. you went to Rise of the Resistance. No, but I mean, like, you wouldn't be annoyed that I get up that early just to go somewhere and... No, I wouldn't care. You would just say bye. Yeah, be okay. great. All right. Do, do <laughs> your thing. Great. Okay. Yeah. I so, am one of those people. So I'm I'm completely out on that. Yeah. My life goal is changing you into one of those people. I don't think that's ever possible. I think I can change you. I don't think I would ever want to wait. I saw the line. Yeah. And I saw how long it was in the crowd of people that was there. And mm-hmm. I just don't ever foresee it time where i'm like let's go right into that i think anybody that's listening to the show that knows you knows you're going to be out just by the statement like the initial say bruce is out totally <laughs> that's true right all right my next one are you ready yes it's the week between christmas and new year's you can go to walt disney world stay off property but also not go into the parks 
Are you in or are you out? Wait a second. You go, you can't go to Walt Disney World then. Well, you can go to. So Walt- I'm not staying on property or going to the park. So well, I'm like, not going to Walt Disney World. Well, like, I'm like, going to Florida. Okay, fine. You're going to Florida, but you can go to Walt Disney World by going, let's say, making some reservations and doing things that we talk about when we do extra add-ons at the resort. So you can take full advantage of dining possibilities. You can take full advantage of extra curricular activities. Is that is that the right way to put it? It is. I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> you can go to Disney Springs. You can do everything that you could normally do when at Walt Disney World. Just not stay at the resort or... <laughs> Are they closed? No, they're not closed. It's just... Is it an affordability just, okay, issue? Yes. Okay. Full disclosure. It's very expensive to stay at a resort at that time because it is peak time. And... Visiting the parks, it's not necessarily ideal because rumor has it you're not, Bruce, you're not such a great, I don't want to say people person because that's kind of rude, but like you don't love crowds. You don't love lots of people near you. That's true. You don't like people crowding. That is true. But there's got to be times where you can go to the parks and it's not super crowded, even during those times. So it is typically a full capacity week. Are you in or are you out? Let me know right now because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm I don't trying to be, book these flights. I'm trying to say I don't want to be out. If it's an affordability issue, I mean, there's a lot of snow on these driveways here. I'm not afraid to shovel some snow from people's driveways and make some extra cash. We might have to do that. Or sell some stuff. I'll hustle some stuff. I, I see some stuff from the corner over there that we haven't used in a while. I'll wasn't, totally throw that on eBay. Wasn't there somebody that was selling snow a couple of years ago hmm. from New England? They were selling snow. We could do that. Package some snow for anybody that's listening that loves snow and you don't have snow. We have plenty here. <laughs> yeah, listen, email us. P.O. Box 82 Swampscott Mass 01907 is our post office box if you want to send us an invoice. And email is info at unlockingthemagic.com. Yes. I'll send you tons of snow. <laughs> okay. We'll ship you that stuff right over there. Perfect. So did you answer? I did not yet. Okay. But I'm trying to get a little bit more information. More context? If there's absolutely no way to go to the resorts or the parks. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't say like you can't go to the park of resorts. I said you can't stay. You can't stay there. Yeah, but you can visit any yeah, resort. That's not that much fun. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. It's in the not show. that much fun if you if you you can't go and stay it's there like or go to the parks. Bah, it's, fun if you, it's fun to go visit the resorts if you're staying off property and you're going to the parks. Got it, got it, got it. It's not that much fun to not stay at a resort and not be able to go to the parks. Gotcha. It's basically a big tease. Okay, yeah, true. But it'll be warmer than it is in That's totally fine. But I don't need to go to Orlando for that. We'll go somewhere else. So you're right. So I'm out. If it's an affordability issue, give me a little leeway time. Yeah. And I'll make it happen. I'm telling you, the snow for sale might be a good idea. I'm pretty sure I could get a sponsor for this podcast before our next trip. Okay, perfect. If you're out there, email me. Challenging. Okay, so you'd, you'd be in if we could go to a park? Yeah, I don't need to stay on property. Okay. But if even if, if it's just one day for one park, keep in mind full capacity, lots is, of people, shoulder to shoulder. I mean, that sounds like my house right now. Tapping bands without even trying, like you literally <laughs> unintentional band taps. <laughs> is that against the law? I believe so. I'm pretty sure I'd get arrested for that. Okay, so you're in or out? You're I'm in. in. I'm in. You're in. I don't know. If there's a chance, if there's a slight chance I can go to a park, you'd be in. I'm in. Okay. Even if it's 
capacity. Okay, but if not, you would be out. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to agree with you. If I were going to Walt Disney, I'm putting like... I'm still thinking about unintentional van taps. It's not... (laughs) We need to move on from that. (laughs) I'm doing air quotes because like you said, you're not really going to Walt Disney World. I mean, you are, but it's just... No. You're not. You're basically saying, let's go to the Cheesecake Factory and not eat anything. Yeah, kind of. So I'd be out, I guess. So I, I really got to figure this out like right. today. Okay. Figure right. it out later. Okay. If you need money, there's a lot of snow over there. Tell me. I'll get my shovel. I'll go make some money. Perfect. Next one. Mickey's Runaway Railway. Ooh, I was going to put that on my list. Are you in or out on that? Now, here's the in or out. Because if it's just Mickey's Runaway Railway with nothing else. Say that five times. Mickey's Runaway run- Railway. It's Runaway. Okay. Without anything along with it. Like, it's just that. Of course you're in. What do you mean? Like, if it's just... Hey, they're going to bring Mickey's Runaway Railway to the park. Yeah. You're in, right? You go on that. Like, how would you be able to be out on that? Why? Why? But it replaced the great movie ride. You're out of, like, your spite, you mean, like, your. Yeah, like, do you rather, would you rather, it's almost like a would you rather. It is a would you rather. Why do you keep doing that? It's not a would you rather. It's in your, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out here. <laughs> okay, figure it out on the air. Mickey's Runaway Railway, in or out? I'm in. Versus great movie ride? Well, I think. A lot of people are going to feel like me arriving to Mickey's Runaway Railway. Like, of course you want to try it. Of course I'm in. It's a new attraction. I'm not going to not go on it just because I'm mad that Disney took out. I might. (laughs) But I definitely feel like I will be very sad walking in knowing that I'm never going to see the great movie right again. And basically going to have kind of put Disney in a spot where like I'm gonna have really high expectations about this runaway rail and is as much as I am so excited for Mickey to have his own ride finally and a new attraction's always great like a new it's always great to to try new things and do new things I think I'm gonna be torn on this one but I'm definitely in I feel like Mickey's like the he oversees everything. He's got his hand in everything. Like he's right? too busy. He doesn't busy. need his own attraction. You're, oh my gosh, you're so right. Never thought of it that way. Right? Like, like he's too busy to have his own attraction because he he basically is overseas. He's the boss. He's like the coordinator. Mm. He's like, all right, you get that spot over there. You can have. I don't need anything. Trust me, I'm good. I'm gonna make sure everybody's in the right spot. That is like a really excellent point, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you for that. I never thought of that. Oh wow, I might be out just mad now because I'm mad. I'm mad. You're right. Like what? What's Mickey doing? He has no time. Well, I'm in. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm Perfect. in on that. All right. I'm excited for that. I love the great movie ride. I yeah. do. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm like you said, I'm excited to see the great movie ride was around for a long time. True. I'm excited to see what they could do in that space with the technology they have available compared to what they've brought us. That's true. Recently. That so I'm excited point. to see what they got there. All right. So we're both in. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Not on my list. Go for it. I love this. Uh... Yeah. I'm improvising. Yeah. I love it. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Are you in or out on Disney I Plus? I am so very in. I never thought I would be so in on something that is a monthly subscription. You know, like I, there's a lot. That seems like a lot of monthly subscription, but I'm having a great time. Like yeah. I feel like they have put some quality shows on there. I really had low expectations on Mandalorian. I had high expect- expectations on, on Imagineering Story and they've lived up to it. I didn't even know that was going to be on there. Oh, you didn't? That no. was the first thing I saw. The only one that I was, uh, the, the only thing that I knew was coming to Disney Plus was all of the archived movies, obviously. Yeah. And the Mandalorian. Got it. And as, like you, I did not have high expectations for the Mandalorian. 
Low well, expectations. You, Listen, low I am getting a T-shirt that says hashtag low expectations. <laughs> Do you know how many emails or direct messages on Instagram, Unlocking the Magic Podcast, we get about people saying, I had low expectations and it was amazing. But don't you want to have high expectations in life? No. You have high expectations for your life. Got it. But you have low expectations during your life. Gotcha. That's the key? Yes. That is, you just unlocked life. If you want to be happy. Okay, perfect. Listen, if you don't want to be happy, have high expectations for everything and you'll be let down a lot. Okay, perfect. But I did have high, I gotta say, I did have high expectations for the Imagineering story, which made me a little nervous to watch because I was like, I was kind of like snobby too. I was like, they're going to teach me stuff that I already know, please. Right? And I go on and I'm like, oh my God, this is so interesting. It was the... So the 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 director or creator of the Imagineering is actually who, who is of Iwerks' granddaughter. Oh, that's right. And she does an amazing job mm. of writing and producing a documentary. Yeah, like it is amazing. Just when it starts to get a little drawn out about one particular topic, they change it. Yeah, and they all, start I was about, just gonna say that all yeah. of a sudden, like they'll be talking about the Animal Kingdom, and then right. all of a sudden they're talking about Disneyland Sea. Disney right. Sea. And you're like, where did their transition go? Like, right. Yeah. I don't even notice that we're talking about something totally different, but it was a smooth transition. It, it I'm is invested. A, yes. I wonder if there's a reason why they do that because. Because they're great storytellers. Oh, gotcha. That's why. No reason behind it. It's called talent. Well, because I, when we were watching the latest one, it, I thought it was going to be all about Animal Kingdom and it ended up not being all about, I mean, it was like a very short segment about the creation of Animal Kingdom. You could literally just go watch the Disney Imagineering story and never listen to this podcast again. <laughs> That's not true. I feel like Unless we bring value. Unless you just want to laugh. <laughs> we bring some value. Entertainment value. Got it. Okay. No, but I, I, like I said, I had high expectations and I really felt like I knew everything about Disney, but... It's brought to you in a way where I had never consumed it before. And it made me feel like even though the stories that I did know, it kind of, they they tell it in a different way where it kind of, it makes you more engaged. I wish they would do. So here's something that, by the, we get Verizon, we have Verizon. So we get it for free for a year. Yeah. I did sign up for the free version before I knew that we could get it free through Verizon. But I would pay six ninety nine a month for that. Wait, you did sign so I signed up for a free account. Wait, we're not paying for it? No, it's free. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's even better because it's free. Oh, that's but why I would you like pay it. Six ninety nine. I think I, if I had to choose between Disney Plus and Netflix, I would definitely choose Disney Plus. Yeah, I think they so far so good. That's a good. Would you rather nah. Disney Plus or Netflix? Uh, I don't want to plug this, but I really like Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, you do like that show. <laughs> so, if but Disney does I think Disney like Plus, The Mandalorian. And the Imagineering story is worth the price of Disney Plus alone. I agree. And everything else is just an added bonus. How is everyone living their life not knowing what the baby kid Yoda thing Well, is? here's the thing. Hold on a second because it's only available in the U.S. <gasps> right now. That's right. So we have a lot of listeners in Australia. We have a lot oh. of listeners in the U.K. And unfortunately, they aren't allowed to Why are they have doing that yet. to them? That's Slow like rollout. They want to make sure it works properly. It was a, there was a lot of bugs in the beginning, even for us. I guess that's true. UK, when you guys get it, it'll be bug free. We just ruined a whole lot of people's lives this week. I know. I'm so sorry. I forgot about that till the end. Darn. <laughs> but what I was going to say is the next thing I think they should do for that Imagineering series, or maybe it's not even Imagineering, but they should do another documentary like Walt Disney's Life. And they should break it down like they do in Imagineering where they have kind of like years where they were like, okay, we're going to do two to five year segments of the Disney company and talk about the Imagineering. They should do that in 
documentaries about Walt Disney's life. Brilliant. Like his zero to five years, five to 10, 10 to 15, 15 to 20, and then to go through the whole life. That would be a great series. Send your suggestion email out right now. Yes. That's brilliant. Uh, You listening who works at Disney, (laughs) can you please do that for me? Thank you so much. I appreciate you. (laughs) All right. Back on track here. Back on track. I only have one more. I as well. Okay. So my next one is dinner reservations. Hold on a second. Can Can I go? Because mine has to do with Disney, what we just talked about. Oh, fine. Go. Okay. All right. So the last Imagineering story we talked about, not we talked about, but we watched. Yes. It talked a lot about Disney's California adventure in 2001. I knew you were going to bring this up. I knew it because we both looked at each other like in shock because we neither one of us knew about this. No. I didn't know how bad Disney's California Adventure was when they first opened it. And it was like such a rush and they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And they didn't put the same storytelling aspect into the park that they did with everything else. I mean, I did know it was an old parking lot, right? And so some people were saying, you know, it was small. It's not very big. But I mean, I always have fun when we go to Disney's California Adventure. But it's interesting to hear the origin of how it was created. But yeah, go ahead. Continue. So my in or out is Disney's California Adventure in 2001 when it opened. Are you in or are you out? Oh, so we will go back in time. Yeah, not now. It's great now. Like you go there now. It's it's definitely has the Disney feel to it. But if you go watch that Imagineering story, when they opened, yeah, it almost had no characters from Disney. No IP in there. It was almost like they wanted to do something completely different. Yeah. And... It didn't have that Disney feel to it. It almost felt like, and they said it in the story, it almost felt like exactly what Walt didn't want one of his parks to be. Right. To have a carnival aspect feel to it. So. But I know you're kind of weird in a good way. Me? Yeah. Me, I'm weird. You're a little bit weird. You like the 80s, 90s vibe. Yes. And it definitely, even though it was come out in 2001, had that 80s, 90s vibe to it. (laughs) I mean, I do love California and I love all things Hollywood. So you may shock me and be like, I'm totally in on that. Let's go. Here's the thing. Just to fast forward about California Adventure now in 2019, I do have to admit it's not my favorite place to visit. Like if you told me we would never go back to California Avenger again. I probably would be okay with it. You're crazy. <laughs> really? I mean, as much as it's it's definitely evolved since when it first opened. And for you guys listening that haven't seen that episode of the Imagineering story, they exactly what Bruce said. Like when they first opened, it was very different. It was I'm pretty so sure that's the most offensive thing you've ever said on this podcast. That I would never go back? You said I would never, if I never went back to Disney's California Adventure, I would be I okay with it. Didn't say Disneyland. <laughs> I know, but I feel like California Adventure, we should do a show where we rate all of the Disney parks that okay. we've been to oh, well, yeah. in the U.S. Okay. Not the ones we haven't been to? We're I mean, not going to rate can. those? <laughs> we can rate those off of what people we, say about them. We could judge a book by its cover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we should okay. do that. Okay. But I, 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 I feel like you're, you're- offended? I feel I'm like a little offended. I feel like you're under undervaluing <sighs> Disney's California Adventure. I just, I kind of still feel like it has that weird, I mean, maybe things will change- because it is continuous, continuing to evolve, but I still feel like it has an identity issue. And I felt that going in. I definitely feel like that carnival aspect. And maybe it's just because it's embedded in my brain of how much Walt Disney didn't want that, that I like go there and I'm like disappointed for him in ways. I guess, I don't know, too much pressure. I I, I get it. Like, I, <laughs> who am I to say? But You know what? I, I kind of agree with you on that aspect of it. I think yeah. if Disney's California Adventure was in Orlando, and not right next to the original Disneyland. Yes. 
that's it may, what it, you may have a different feeling towards it. I think that's what it is. It's like right next to Disneyland, this iconic cutting edge park that cannot be duplicated. Like it well, literally. Walt Disney duplicated. literally created Disneyland. Right. And they created exactly the opposite in Disney's California Adventure when it first opened. All right. So going back, like I'm, I'm losing, I'm, I'm probably losing listeners right now because I'm. Not a chance. Okay. Oh, not a chance. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that little pat on the back. Anytime. But to talk about your actual in or out question. So you're saying if it was back when it first opened, would I have been in or been, I probably would have been in. <laughs> I know it. I knew it. Just because I love California and I probably would have liked it more. Oh, this is weird. I feel like I'm having a, an identity issue here. You would have liked it more in 2001 than you do now? <laughs> just because it's so different. It. Uh, all right, well, you're in. Let's just take it at that. I think I would be in because I don't frequent California enough, a lot, so yet. So I feel like it was a cool place to get that whole California vibe without having to go all up and down the coast of California. I mean, that limo attraction looked amazing. <laughs> you're kidding, right? Of course I am. I did like the fact that they make you the celebrity. And you have to like pretend you're going from the airport and you're the celebrity. And Oh, I'd be out right away. <laughs> You'd be out. I'd be so out of that. As soon as they said you're the celebrity, I'm totally turning around and walking back into Disneyland. I'm having a crisis here because I want to be in because I love all things. I think I just would want to be in if it was picked up and moved somewhere else. Like picked up and moved somewhere. Be Oklahoma Los- Adventure? Like somewhere in California, but not right across from Disneyland. I think uh-huh. that's where the disconnect for me is like... How could you build something like that right across the street? All right, let's go to your last one. So I guess I have to be out. All right, you're I out. Cha- I just changed my Jeepers. mind. Jeepers. Yeah. All right, I'm out as well. All right, go ahead. Just for the fact that I would be the celebrity. I'm sorry. I confused everybody listening today. Go to your last one. My last one is dinner reservations before we go. But dinner reservations. We have visited this before. This is Cape May Cafe inside Disney's Beach Club. It's a all-you-care-to-enjoy seafood dinner buffet with clams mussels huge crab legs shrimp ribs mashed potatoes what do you think are you in or are you out this is gonna shock people but a buffet and food but i'm out on that one. Oh, been there done that been done. there done all of just that just because you're done just because you've are you out because you've already done it and you want to do something new or are you out because you didn't really love it um I like seafood, mm-hmm. but there's something about all you can eat seafood that makes my stomach a little queasy. Ah, uh, like just the idea of it? Yeah. Hmm. You know, like I like buffets. Yeah. Look at me. Well, Of course I like buffets. Yeah. But all you can eat seafood has its, there's like not that much seafood that you can eat, at least for me. So the all you can eat aspect of it doesn't appeal to me that much. You can't eat a ton of clams or mussels? <laughs> I can, but it's not pretty. I gotcha. So I'm out. I had fun at this one. And I, I got to say, those crab legs and watching people like eat those crab legs, like it was pretty fun. Hey, here's the thing. Oh, okay. If you just want to watch people eat crab legs, there's a walkway right next to the restaurant. You just stand right there and it's free and you can stare at them eating crab legs. Perfect. No one you will mind. You don't have to pay. I'm sure they'll mind, but what are they going to say? It's a walkway. <laughs> okay. I got to say, this one... The, the theming is spot on. So it's a buffet. It's like a New England type buffet, right? It's what I think of when I think of summers in New England. So I feel like they did the theming. You and I must have grown up in different places in New England. 
you don't you don't remember seeing stuff like that? You must that? have been a privileged child. That's not I mean, how I, I grew up. I didn't, I didn't grow up with unlimited crab legs and <laughs> clams. That's for sure. I didn't. No, I'm not saying I actually ate it and like went, but I remember seeing. Stuff I would like love that. to have visited your parties as kids. Uh, well, I got to say, I think as I was typing this out and gonna going to ask you, as much as I thought we had fun, I guess I'm out because I think now that I think about it, there was a lot of seafood, and I feel like not a lot was able to be consumed which made it not really worth our money now let me just i don't want anybody to take that and say that i wouldn't go there okay let's back it up right like i'm out for another time right now but Mm. i wanted to go there so bad before we went last time and i enjoyed my experience yeah that's what i'm thinking so if you have reservations or you want to try it for the first time don't let me being out or connie being out um tell you you shouldn't go Got it. Because it was, I had fun the last time. It wasn't no, like was I didn't say, have it, enjoy my time there. Well, that's why I have it on my list. Like if I knew right off bat that you would be out, I wouldn't even have bothered asking. But I feel like it was, it's, I'm torn with this one because I think we had a good time. The kids really liked it and it was really cool theming and it's just, it was like a fun place to visit. But that being said, now I just remembered our oldest really didn't like the seafood smell. <laughs> It did smell seafoody. She doesn't love that. She's like, mm, I think that's what her stomach kind of turned a little bit. Yeah. So if you haven't been and you want to go, try it. It's yeah. great. You'll okay. have a good time. All right. I just don't need to go back again Got so it. soon. All right. Perfect. So you're out. We're both out, I guess. By the way, if yes. you're Team Talks or Team Tonga, mm. t-shirts are on sale. Yes. Go over to unlockingthemagic.com. Hit the shop button. It's going to bring you over to our store. Virtually, yeah. virtual store. Why just a couple clicks that? and you're like, you'll be in our store. Why'd so, you have a question? Because it's, it's not like our store. It's a we uploaded some photos and <laughs> they take care of everything for our us. Store? What are you saying? <laughs> but now's your chance. So yes. it's on sale. Usually they're twenty bucks. I think when they're on sale, they go down to like fifteen or even thirteen. So for twenty bucks with delivery, you can join Team Talks or Team Tonga. Yeah. Or if you want to be neutral, just you can buy out. two. Oh, one of each and put one on onto the other. Or you can buy an Unlock of the Magic one. <laughs> okay, I was like, where are you going? There's two <laughs> options there. Technically three. You can buy three shirts if you really Put want. them all on. Put them all on. Listen, you're going to be taking multiple photos at Disney. What's more epic than going to Magic Kingdom once and taking five photos wearing five different shirts? Well, they only there's only three options. There's four. There's four? Yeah. There's your original Team Tonga. Oh, that's right. Your new updated one, oh, that's Team right. Tonga in Unlocking the Magic. So I was right. There's not five. So you can go to Magic Kingdom once. Wear four different shirts if you want. Yep. And you're going to look so smooth. You're going to look so cool. You're going to be like, dang, you went four times? Or you could wear them on the plane and save money on your luggage. That is also true. <laughs> so go check it out. It's on sale if you're listening to this when it comes out. If you're not listening to this when it comes out, they're on sale, just not as sale Sally, yes. The right? sale part is... They're a little bit more expensive. Okay. It's like Cape May. What's that? Cafe. It's a little bit, the second time around is a little bit more expensive. Okay. <laughs> and then also uh, check out our Patreon group. So our Patreon group is a private Facebook group that we have. And we do extra podcasts in our live show exclusively inside of that now. The mm-hmm. live show, which we used to do on Monday nights over on our Facebook page, we do solely inside of our Patreon group. And if you're listening to this when it comes out now, our li- next live show is going to be happening next week. Surprise, Connie. Oh, okay. Surprise. Live show next week. Got it. I was just Googling how you pronounce aerophile. I just want to make sure I got it right. Listen, we're from Boston. People expect funny pronunciations. Aerophile. Okay. All right? Yes. All right. Also, check us out over on Facebook, Unlocking the Magic. Uh, 
tag us on Instagram with your photos or your listening to us on the podcast, Unlocking the Magic Podcast on Instagram. And we are on TikTok, Connie. We are finally on some fun places like TikTok. We are TikToking it up over there. Yes. We are we unlocking are. the magic on TikTok as well. So go follow us there. Where else can we? We're going to. What else? Where else can they follow us? That's we, it. Don't that's follow it. us. If you follow us anywhere else, it gets a little weird. That's about, that's enough. There we go. <laughs> all right. Perfect. It sounded just like you, Connie. Perfect. You had to do all that elaboration just for it to sound just like you. Yep. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Have a great week. See ya.